Broadcasting live from the heart of the University of Wisconsin-Madison, this is the Badger Catholic Podcast. The church had to rediscover missionary reality. But we as people of faith have a different vision, don't we? These people of faith believe that human beings are valued not for what they do, but for who they are. It comes from the Latin compatibility. It means to suffer with. If you are not willing to suffer with someone until death do you hug, you are not compatible. Value what you want. It's in the moment, not what you accomplish. Welcome to the Sorry to Badger You podcast. This week, I am joined with Garrett, and we will be talking about the seven sacraments. Before we get started, we're just going to introduce ourselves uh, and let you know a little bit about ourselves. So Garrett, take it away. All right, yeah, my name is Garrett. I'm currently a junior here at UW-Madison. I major in economics and finance. And my name is Max. Um, I am a data science major, and I am a sophomore here at UW. So like I said, we're going to be talking about the seven sacraments today. Um, but before we get started and going through what each sacrament is, we think it's important that you guys know what a sacrament is. So if we look at the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which if you're unfamiliar with the Catholic faith, this is pretty much just outlines what we believe. Um, They have written that the sacraments are effective signs of grace instituted by Christ and entrusted to the church by which divine life is dispensed to us. So basically, uh, that's very obviously heavy language. So to break it down for you, they're essentially important traditions that we believe that we believe the Holy Spirit is present in, um, and whether it be something like the Eucharist that is performed at every Mass, or uh, a sacrament that you only receive once in your life, like baptism, um, we believe that these were started by Christ, as seen in the Bible, and will be carried out through our faith um, for the rest of the time that the Catholic Church exists. So. Uh, With that being said, Garrett is going to start us off talking about baptism. Absolutely. So to really dive right in, um, it's most commonly a sacrament performed at birth, um, a relatively shortly after birth for most people um, who are born into a certain faith. And that's really the washing away of original sin that uh, we as Catholics believe exists um, inevitably as a human being. And so um, a priest will use um, water to uh, bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, and of course, this is something that is done across um, many, almost all Christian denominations um, and is seen as definitely one of the more universal Christian sacraments. Um, and is also a sacrament that if you do um, receive it in another dom- denomination, you are automatically baptized under any specific denomination so you choose going forward yeah um so baptism like you said it's a washing away of original sin um and then we continue this practice as we go on our lives when we receive the sacrament of reconciliation so reconciliation is also sometimes known as confession or penance um they're all that's all wrapped into one sacrament which is the sacrament of reconciliation And this is when a Catholic person will go into a confessional. Um, These look different in all churches. Some of them have the old traditional confessionals. At my home parish, you just went into a room with a priest and you sat at a table across from him or next to him and you confess to him your sins. Um, And the idea here is that 
you are not actually sitting with the priest, but you are sitting with God. He is present there in the sacrament of confession. And this comes uh, at the end with absolution. So at the end, once you're done confessing your sins, the priest sort of holds his hand over you and says, I absolve your sins in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And when he does that, um, that is God forgiving you of your sins, um, and it puts you back in a state of grace where then you can receive the Eucharist, which is our next sacrament. Absolutely. So to dive right into what the Eucharist really is about, um, we as Catholics believe that the Eucharist is the real body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. Um, so what this means is it's definitely one of the more controversial um, inter-Christian inter um, sort of beliefs that Catholics have as opposed to Protestants or other denominations um, because Catholics believe in transubstantiation, which is the... Um, the fact that the host, the body, the the hosts, um, the bread and wine that are originally brought to mass actually become the body and blood of Jesus, um, which in a lot of other de denominations they may believe that um, it that God is present in that moment or He is present um, and blessing or other variations of that. But in Christ in Catholicism specifically, we believe that it is the real body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. And that is a sacrament that we receive every Sunday. And for many of us, it is every day or um, several times a week at Mass. Yeah, um, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself, uh, just like highlighting the idea that the Eucharist is a big part of our faith. Um, it's something like Garrett said, in other religions, they might just think like, oh, Jesus is present in this room while we reenact the Last Supper, where in our faith, that is actually becoming Jesus, like he said in his words, this is my body and this is my blood. So, yeah. Um, and then going on to our next um, sacrament, which looks different depending on where you're from and what your home diocese is, and that is confirmation. So in my diocese, you got confirmed when you were a sophomore in high school, as is very popular across the United States, but everyone does do it a little bit different. Some people get confirmed when they have their first communion, and some people get it as early as when they're baptized um, before they even have their first communion. So with that being said, this is typically done by a bishop, but there are certain masses where a priest is allowed to, allowed to confirm someone, and they take chrism oil, which is holy oil, essentially, um, and they lay their hands on you, they make the sign of the cross on your forehead, and they say, be sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, and for me, this was sort of a unique sacrament because it was sort of when my parents stepped away from like driving my faith forward and I got the choice to be confirmed myself, where, which I believe is kind of the case for a lot of people in the United States that practice confirmation later, sort of towards the end of high school, um, but is obviously different depending on where you're from. And so yeah, this is just sort of like that act of um, uh, maturity in the Catholic Church as you're becoming sort of uh, prepared for mature Christian life. Absolutely. Um, and in my home parish, I think I was confirmed my junior year, so I would have been 17 at the time. Yeah. So um, to really hop right into the next sacrament, um, we are on holy order or marriage. Um, and I say these two sacraments as or statement because 
Um, it really is one or the other. And to start with holy orders, that is priesthood or sisterhood. Um, and you think when you're a nun or you're a priest, you are um, compared to in a situation of the sacrament of marriage because um, it really is like you're getting married to the church. You're marrying God, um, and that is your life's devotion. And um, that's definitely something that, um, so, so as bishops, priests, and deacons, um, it's performed through laying on hands and prayer. Um, and so that contrasts marriage. And in marriage, um, it's the devotion of yourself to your partner for the rest of your life. And that's something that the Catholic Church views as a very, a very um, holy sacrament. And that's not often seen that way um, in the public eye. But um, in Catholicism, it really is a sacrament and a covenant till death do you part, um, as opposed to sort of this legal rule um, in the public eye view that allows you new tax benefits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like the idea there behind marriage too is that you're really trying to help the other person get to heaven. That's like the end goal with marriage, where uh, holy orders, obviously, if you're a priest or a sister, you just simply can't be married. So that's why it really is an and, or it's not an and, it's an or. Um, although they are two separate sacraments, most people will only reserve, receive one of the two. Um, there are some very unique circumstances, which we will not get into today, <laughs> that allows a person to have both. Um, so yeah, I think that's well said, Garrett. And then our final sacrament is the anointing of the sick. Um, so the anointing of the sick is normally something that comes towards the end of a person's life, um, whether they be uh, someone who's suffering just from old age, um, which happens quite often, as you may be familiar with, or someone who is diagnosed with a terminal illness. I have actually seen this once in my life. My grandmother, when she was passing away of cancer, um, the local priest came and gave her the anointing of the sick. And this is sort of um, that bridge between heaven and earth in a way that uh, you're sort of, the priest comes and anoints you with oil and then says some prayers. Um, and essentially it's kind of merging that bridge between your suffering on earth and Christ's suffering on earth. And it sort of is preparing you for that spiritual journey um, after your life is over um, to bring you to heaven. However, sometimes with the anointing of the sick, there have been cases where people are physically healed from it. Um, so that is, it is a very unique sacrament in that way. Um, it's a healing sacrament. That's the idea of it. But often it is performed um, for someone who is preparing for death instead. Absolutely. Yeah, well said. Well, we did cover all seven sacraments today. Um, we thank you very much for listening once again. My name is Garrett. I'm here with Max. And so we covered the seven sacraments for you today. Uh, but we very much appreciate your time. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe. And um, if you're on Spotify, go ahead and give this video a like. But we very much thank you for your time and hope you keep listening. Thank you.